Hello friends. This is part two of intuitive card reading. And if you missed part one, I just go into why I use cards and some resources and tools and a little bit of information to start if it's the kind of thing you're interested in or wanting to connect or even reconnect with. In this part, we are once again witnessing so you get to be a fly on the wall in an open dialogue between me and me about what it means to be me. And I share this and offer this not because I have any kind of special insights or answers, but because I am a human who deeply and radically loves herself and who is honored to hold space for radical self-compassion. So I don't know if you can hear it. I'm shuffling my tarot deck. I've been messing with it here a bit as I set up recording stuff. And now I'm going to pull a couple cards. Actually, as I said that, a stack of cards jumped out. So I think that's where we'll begin. I started here on this stack of cards. Um, they're all piled, so I can't see actually how many. It looks like maybe five, maybe six are in this stack. Um, but I can only see the top one the way I've arranged it in my space. And this first card is the Eight of Wands. Eights always represent some kind of transformation. And often a transformation that isn't yet complete. I didn't ask the cards anything. I didn't pick any particular theme just kind of using this reading as a way to check in with a lot of honesty, um, just holding space for myself in a way that I haven't in a while. In this card, I, I'm using um, a deck that uses the traditional Smith, Rider Waite Smith art. So there are literally eight wands flying through the air. <laughs> they have yet to stick into the ground. Um, even though wands represent fire, this card has a lot of air element in it. It's mostly open sky with these wands flying through. So this eight of transformation really represents a lot of that transformation being present, but also very up in the air, very unsure, very ungrounded. My mind immediately goes to ongoing discussions that my spouse and I have been having about potentially trying to move in the next year or so and where we would maybe like to move to. We have lived in the same city. Um, it's been our hometown literally our whole lives. So where other people move for work or move for family or move for whatever other reasons frequently, it's not something we've ever done um, as a couple and it's not something either of us have really done ever in our lives. We've always been in this area. So it's, these are big discussions. Um, and it's led to us a, a lot of, yeah, just a lot of conversations about what we love about our hometown and what we wish was different. And that's immediately where my mind goes. The potential for transformation, but nothing landed yet. Nothing um, literally staked into the ground yet all rather up in the air. The card underneath that 
is the five of swords in reverse. I often find that in reverse, certain elements of the cards are more highlighted than others. Um, but when I first did reading, literally for the first like two years I did readings, I didn't incorporate reversed cards. Um, so just know that like you're allowed to do that. You don't have to learn all of the meanings of cards upright and in reverse and all the different ways that like a blend of those can be mixed and interpreted in a reading. Um, I do honor reversed cards at this point in my tarot practice, but I didn't for a long time and I still gained a lot of perspective and insight from readings. So that's just my two cents to share right there. Um, but the five of swords represents a bit of defeat, a bit of besting others, possibly even behind their back. In reverse, the acknowledgement of this, I find, tends to be magnified. That there's a lot more honesty around um, anything that we've been sneaky around or just not quite forthright, not quite honest about. Based off of the first card that I pulled, this card, I feel, is inviting me to have some conversations with close friends. I have a lot of good friends. Again, I've lived in like the same city for however many years and like all of my adult life. And I haven't really told any of them yet that we're semi-seriously considering moving and how much that might change our relationships. This card uh, again, it doesn't feel like it's calling me out, but it feels very invitational that I can have that conversation. I don't have to be sneaky or um, pretend that I love our hometown more than I do. I've lived here a long time and it's okay that I want something different and they will understand. Um, but it could also be potentially some harder conversations to have with some of them. Underneath that, we have the Keen of Cups. Uh, this is interesting because the Keen of Cups, as um, almost an inside joke, represents a very specific friend in one of my friend groups, um, making me wonder if I ought to begin the conversation with her. <laughs> um, but outside of that, like very, very highly nuanced, very individualized <laughs> interpretation, the Keen of Cups represents someone with a lot of emotional intelligence, which still feels very fitting to this reading. Like, especially with my spouse, like as we continue to discuss the pros and cons of getting out of Dodge, <laughs> knowing that at some point we will almost certainly come back just because of how much family we have here in the area. Um, this card is reminding me that I can have very big emotions about all of these things and that I can be really um, emotionally intelligent, that I um, can be aware of my feelings without letting my more emotive feelings get in the way, maybe in the way of conversations or the lack thereof. Um, but again, for me specifically, my intuition is saying, um, nope, 
you're going to start by talking to Leslie. <laughs> okay. Oh, the card underneath that is the Ten of Cups. The Ten of Cups represents um, a whole lot of joy. It can also represent a bit of delusion. <laughs> so that is something for me in this this topic that has been brought to the forefront of my mind through this reading. Um, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And I, I ought to remain very aware of that. But it also just speaks to a lot of satisfaction, a lot of contentment. Um, right now, I feel like it's an invitation to maybe envision what that looks like. Like, what does a perfectly satisfied weekend look like? What, what does it divinely content new hometown look like? Um, or maybe not new, but just what does like a divinely content place to live look like? And to maybe, maybe even journal about it or write it out a bit and just see, see what arises from that to get really curious about that kind of very grounded, but also very elated way of being and to see if that offers any insights. Um, cause it could offer the insight that I'm painting the grass greener, um, in other areas of the world. Um, or it could be a very, very real acknowledgement that the grass has been dying out here for us for a while. Underneath that card, we have the death card. The death card is the card of closure. Um, it doesn't scare me, by the way, when it comes up in readings, if you missed that in part one. Um, it does signify a death. It signifies a significant end, but also signifies rebirth and a completely new beginning. So that, to me, gives me hope that we will find a, a new city to call home, a new place that um, feels like a rebirth, but it's also kind of like the king of cups inviting me to be aware of the emotions, um, that it is, um, it's a significant ending if we do move and I ought not to downplay how many aspects of our lives will be affected by something like that. Um, we were even just like discussing the logistics cause we've never moved as a couple, um, my spouse owned the house that we lived in, we live in, um, when, when we got married and I just moved in once we were engaged and, um, yeah, so you oh man, even as I say that, like leaving this house does feel very emotional in its own way. Like it is very hard for me to picture someone else living, um, here right now. So that is, that is interesting that it could feel perhaps like a death, like a complete ending in a very big way. Underneath that, and this is the final card in the stack that fell out, <laughs> there's the 10 of wands in reverse. I'm looking around. Okay. The five of swords was the other reverse. Um, whenever two reversed, or, or I should just say more than one reversed card shows up in a reading, I do often tend to kind of pair them together. Like maybe they're kind of talking about the same thing. The five of swords I interpreted as talking about, um, 
you know, the self-awareness that I don't need to be sneaky, that I can have hard conversations with friends or even a family in the area about how we'd, we'd maybe like to leave. And so the 10 of wands is actually kind of similar. It tends to have themes of like trying to be sneaky, sort of, um, taking, taking on more than you can handle in part because you're taking what isn't even yours. So in reverse, I am kind of catching a theme of, um, perhaps the burden of trying to carry all of the nuance, carry all of the emotion, carry the realization of something like death and closure and a completely new beginning. Um, and to, to set down what isn't mine to carry. So there is a lot of emotion and there is possibly a lot of logistics, like a ton of logistics, including like finding work. Um, and in a lot of places we're interested in, um, you know, what we can afford is a house that's much smaller with a yard that's much smaller and we do have dogs. And so that's a concern. And, um, this is all to say like there there is so much for me to carry but I this card invites me to not carry what isn't mine so specifically what comes to mind in this moment is like my spouse it's not my job to carry his emotional burden I can be supportive and I can be there for him but I don't need to kind of take on someone else's emotions as, as though that helps lighten the load. That's not actually how it works, but that is something that as humans we tend towards. Um, and um, I don't need to, in the card, the guy carrying like awkwardly, cumbersomely, carrying the ten wands has his back turned so you don't actually get to see his face. So in reverse to me, again, when we think about like being sneaky or just not forthright, um, trying to take on too much and, and pretending that we're fine about it, like the five of swords that was in reverse, it's reminding me that I can lean on my community, that um, I do have such a big support system here. And um, Part of me not carrying what isn't mine to carry is also getting support for what is mine to carry. Um, and I don't want to be the person that just tries to do it all and, and turns her back, maybe even when offered help. Um, and um, tens also signify completion. And there were two of them in this reading, the Ten of Cups and then the Ten of Wands in reverse. So and that's just another, another pattern or another pairing that I could pull together here. And when I think about like the 10 of cups and how it's this invitation for me to maybe envision what this kind of incredible satisfaction or divine contentment looks like and feels like, um, the 10 of wands is reminding me that, um, you know, there's always give and take. I can't necessarily have all elements of like my dream city and my dream life plus a dream job for my spouse plus a dream job for me plus a dream location within our budget <laughs> like um 
that there will be some of those things that I will have to set down or set aside. Um, and that that's okay, but it's just this card is a little bit in that way, uh, just a loving reality check. Um, and specifically with the Ten of Cups, I feel like it's a reality check for like, okay, well, but what actually do you need? Like what parts of where we live now do I feel are impeding my ability to function as my best self or are just really, really out of alignment with personal values and um, what elements of that do I expect to be incorporated into a different place where we might live? And again, what does that look like in the day-to-day? -day? What is a perfectly satisfied weekend and... Um, yeah, that's, that is what I have gathered from this reading. So I'll just recap since you can't look at the full spread of the cards like I can. Um, it started with the Eight of Wands and then led to the Five of Swords in reverse. Um, but actually, as I pulled these cards out, I kind of ended up creating a little line with them that's a little bit out of order. And I'm finding this really interesting the way that I just kind of set cards to the side as I pulled them off. So I have my Eight of Wands, and then there is the Ten of Cups, and then the Death card, and then the King of Cups, and then the Five of Swords in reverse. And then underneath the, the Death card, because I ran out of space on my little table, is the Ten of Wands in reverse. And so actually with the Death and Ten of Wands reversed, in the center I'm seeing a little bit of a... Um, like there are two paths, both paths come with me not taking on too much and not turning my back on my support system and acknowledging the intensity of, um, and the finality of potentially moving. But then on either side of that, like on one side, there's the eight of wands and the Ten of Cups, which is the side I'm very much leaning towards, like transformation, it's a little ungrounded, but also like deep satisfaction um, available. And then the other side is the King of Cups and Five of Swords reversed, which is not inherently bad, but is way less attractive as a potential path or option. So I find myself kind of leaning towards transformation, even if it feels less grounded in the moment and a little bit less of, um, those other two cards. So those other two cards did remind me of my friend group. So that's interesting that maybe the two do not, um, coincide without a lot of intense emotion and closure between them. So a lot of different ways that I can sit on this. I personally would often journal after a reading and um, if there's a particular card or even a whole spread of cards that just really resonated sometimes I'll leave it out um, if I can just leave it out for another day or two so I can kind of come back and like reread the story that they're offering <laughs> 